Good evening, and welcome to episode 72 of Audio Syncrasies. I'm your host, DJ Swerving, and we got a special guest tonight, who we got on microphone two. It's your boy, Rocksteady Ray Ray, coming at you with the heavy heart. Um, but please keep that in the back of your mind. We are here to have a really, really good time here live live coming at you on friday evening (laughs) yeah um we are gonna do a punk themed show and when i was talking to rocksteady ray ray about it it was mainly kind of a gateway to punk and what brought us into the orbit of yeah of the universe bands that scratched the itch and got us into more things and yeah, we're going to jump from different regional areas, different styles, and just try to tie it all together. Yeah, got anything else to add or to that prompt? And yeah, anything you want to share? We're going to have a good time. Let's dive right in. All right. So uh, we're going to start off kind of in Southern California. But uh, yeah, this is kind of in the Bakersfield and Antelope, Antelope Valley area. But yeah, we're going to hear some some punk songs and we'll be here thanks for joining us on audio syncrasies tonight
got Slippin' Swervin' and Rocksteady Ray Ray back to chat about some of the songs we selected. We just heard Rufio with the song In My Eyes. That's a band that I hadn't thought about a long time. Uh, and before that, we heard Slick Shoes. Slick Shoes. My man Ray Ray wearing some slick shoes in the studio today, too. The pink Air Forces. Yeah. Well, what prompted you to, to select that? Uh, slick Shoes was the first punk band I ever witnessed uh, in, in real life, in person. Uh, they're like a Christian... At the time, I think they were like a Christian trio. And they performed at a carnival that my Catholic school hosted. Mm-hmm. It was like a Friday night. And I begged my mom to stay. Probably like 8 p.m. Yeah. And she said, all right. And then I was hooked. Really interesting to hear, like what those gateways are, and I'm sure, yeah, for me it was kind of like a youth night where my friend would host kind of rock shows, but they would play, you know, they would play punk covers and things like that. But it was like, oh, it's safe because it's a youth night, and there's like a cool youth pastor, and there's no drugs or alcohol. But little did they know that it was the gateway to to more music for both of us. The hard stuff. <laughs> Straight straight to the dome. <laughs> but yeah, I chose a decidedly more pop punk song. That was uh, Rufio. But I just thought some of the rhythms and yeah, we were just grooving along to that drum beat and, and those guitars. And yeah, definitely just hearing some similarities. Uh, but both from the SoCal region and both of those songs came out in the year 2000. So shout out to that. Next, uh, we're continuing to stay in SoCal, but we're uh, jumping down to Anaheim. Um, yeah, I don't know if this artist needs any more introduction, but we're going to play a few more songs. So thanks for tuning in with us tonight on Audio Syncrasies with DJ Swerving and... Your boy, Rocksteady Ray Ray. Let's go.
That was Party With Me Punker by Minutemen out of San Pedro. I hope you're partying with us two crusty punks. Not with DJ Swerving and DJ Rocksteady Ray Ray. Um, what were the first two songs we heard off of that set? Um, we heard that banger from No Doubt. Yeah, that was Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yeah. And Good Good Things by Descendants. Mm-hmm. All good SoCal bands. But yeah, I was talking about Tragic Kingdom and how that album... My sister had that CD and she played the heck out of it. But yeah, I wasn't allowed to like it because other boys on the playground, just, you know, typical kid kid behavior but I'm curious like what your exposure to that band was and how you came into their how yeah they came into your orbit my my older sister her best friend was the resident punk rocker um and she was she was the plug for, for my for my music she put me onto so many punk bands and no doubts album Tragic Kingdom specifically stuck out to me because it had such good branding I guess that's how it reaches me uh and I popped it in my Disc Man with <laughs> nine second uh, anti skip, and uh, it was over. I yeah, I burned so many double A batteries uh, <laughs> listening to that. The youth won't know what we're talking. Double A <laughs> batteries, anti skip technology. Get out of here. <laughs> Too much going on. And then after that, yeah, the Descendants track. Um, yeah, not not one of the ones that I would have like immediately gone to but that's a that's a good song um, yeah what, what was your connection to that band and that song Descendants um, was probably one of the first punk bands that I really could get behind lyrically um, I found them by way of Blink-182 um, I heard Blink-182 doing an interview on the radio and they mentioned Descendants and the Cure being two of their biggest influences. So mm-hmm. Naturally, I asked the plug, "Can I get a Descendants album?" And she provided. Yeah, and I, I know that exact feeling you're talking about when, right? You start with a band, you know, Blink One Eighty Two or someone else, and they talk about their influences, and as a young fan, you just go down the wormhole of being like, "Oh, what? Like what?" Why were why are they talking with such reverence about these bands? And you just keep going down this wormhole and, and seeing all these other influences. And I don't know. I, I had an older sibling, but you know, we were immigrant family and I didn't have any like older cousins and uncles or anything to pass down music to me. So I didn't really have these connections to like a music lineage or um, all of that. So it was just all internet research and downloading MP3s and and going through that so i remember just like the sheer excitement of yeah hearing bands talk about it and wanting to research it uh, from there yeah, that's a really good point I, I had an older cousin as well who served as my big brother figure i'd be lost without him so yes simultaneously i was getting hip-hop mm-hmm. um, metal rock all that um so yeah between those two outlets i was able to source enough music to start my own journey yeah you want to shout out your cousin Shout out Harlan McKinney, if you're listening. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to take things uh, from 
uh, we're stick we're sticking in SoCal. We're we got a big SoCal flavor down here. But um, yeah, just as a band that released an album today, we're gonna go back to to where it all started, hometown. Yeah, here we go.
this is DJ Swerving from Audiosyncrasies, Friday night, 9 to 10 p.m. You're listening to BFF.FM. We just heard a three-song selection from Rocksteady Ray Ray and his hometown of San Diego. So I'll let him ID those songs. But what was the last one we just heard? Uh, that was Unarope by Rocket from the Crypt. Before that, we had Unwritten Law with Teenage Suicide. And to start off, well, we had a band that needs no introduction, but... Uh, Blink-182 with Wendy Clear. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious just to hear what specifically resonated with you and uh, from these San Diego bands and what makes them like so San Diego to you? Lyrically, um, I kind of understood that it was all re- like referencing this place. Um, and energetically, that's what wrote me in. Like all those songs are like, bangers or like anthems you just want to like stomp your feet pump your fist it's uh the raw energy punk rock provides and you were talking a little bit about like the i guess set set the image of the typical uh fan or <laughs> attendee at, oh, at one of these shows yeah for sure you, you've definitely had your carne asada burrito <laughs> um and you're chugging that corona flip-flops cargo shorts you know you lost your fedora hours ago pre-gaming and then you're like beer belly is just like rubbing on my face in the pit (laughs) so yeah a lot of that energy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but for better or for worse i was there for the band yeah yeah that's kind of a interesting melding of just yeah of crowds and, and 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 things you see and yeah. Um. It's a very specific beach aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been day drinking and now you're at the show. <laughs> and were you old and like, were these all ages shows or? Good question. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the um, workaround was that um, these places, these venues were bar, bar and grill. Mm-hmm. I don't see it too much here, but a bar and grill means there's food. Like full-on food and alcohol, but it's contained to an area, so the stage is in a different area. So you would get admittance to the stage, uh-huh. which is all ages. Yeah. So yeah. I could be at a show with beer, mm-hmm. but I'm X'd up, yeah. signifying that I'm not allowed to have alcohol if I stay on the dance floor. Okay, interesting. I feel like that might be a very San Diego thing. Um, just probably to have that real estate and have those venues size for that um yeah for that but um yeah i'll talk a little bit about it afterwards in my like la set but we're going from hometown to hometown um but yeah i wanted to give you a little bit more space uh yeah if there's anything else you wanted to talk about yeah growing up in the san diego scene or the other bands that influenced you and just how it was down there there was so much music in san diego um I didn't, I didn't realize how special that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as a young person, being able to have access to this was, was everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like the biggest reggae fest and I got to see the most epic acts for free as mm-hmm. a kid, you know? So 
um, Steel Post, Eka Mouse, like all the things, Barrington Levy. Um, and then like the next night I'm watching Rocket from the Crypt because my uh, high school principal got me tickets. Mm-hmm. Brothers in the band, you know? So it's like music every night of the week if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. So take a little drive up the five freeway, San Diego, or the 405, I guess, like depending on where you're going to. But we're going to go up to L.A. and um, just kind of go through other punk songs that I, DJ Swerving, encountered in my own journey through punk and, and other, as a gateway to like other forms of music as well. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to DJ Swerving and Rocksteady Ray Ray. I hope you're dancing. (laughs) Dancing on your couches, dancing uh, in your living rooms, you know, whatever it takes.
party tonight. Alright! We're gonna have a TV party, alright! Tonight! We've got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Everybody's gonna hang out here tonight! Alright! We'll pass out on the couch! Alright! To the TV set all night and every day. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. TV news shows what it's like out there. It's a scare. You can go out if you want. We wouldn't dare. We got. Nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Don't talk about anything else. We don't wanna know. We're dedicated to our favorite shows. Saturday Night Live, Monday Night Football, Jefferson. Without my TV for a day! Or even a minute! Don't even bother to use my brain anymore! There's nothing left in it! We've got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of brews Hey, wait a minute! My TV doesn't work! It's broken! What are we gonna do tonight? This isn't fair! back to Audiosyncrasies. You're tuning in to the Gateway to Punk episode, and we just heard three songs from LA-based bands. But that last one was TV Party by Black Flag. And yeah, that song always struck me as just pretty funny. And I don't know, I always had this idea um, yeah, just from as a kid, like, right, you hear Black Flag, you see all their imagery, you see Henry Rollins, just big, buff, ripped dude, and yeah, kind of scary. But 
fiercely intelligent and pretty funny. And big influence for me was Henry Rollins uh, on Indie 1031 in LA. Um, he had a show and he would just always talk about music, uh, talk about the influences from different historical bands and just other bands in the community. And he was always trying to put other people on. And I thought that was very punk and very cool. Um, and yeah, likewise, before that, we heard two LA bands. We heard Mika Miko with Hey, Let Me Film Your Band and No Age with Sleeper Hold. And those were two bands out of the LA scene, uh, specifically the venue, The Smell. And I just remember when I was in college that, you know, all my friends in the art and design <laughs> fields, you know, the the artsy kids would uh, gravitate towards these, these bands and going to shows there. Um, and I remember No Age played a very DIY show in the LA River, just in that like concrete basin. And it was straight up generator show they just pulled up set up started playing and the park rangers shut them down so you know even park rangers are uh, cops at the end of the day can i paint the uh picture aesthetically for the starter pack yeah go for it this would be the deep v super deep american apparel oh that's definitely in la yeah levi's 511s the slim the super skinny mm-hmm slip-on bands, and a brown, ill-fitted uh, leather jacket. Yeah. So that's the contrast you got. You got San Diego, you got cargo shorts and a tank top, and L.A., you got the deep Vs and, and uh, did they used to call them like cigarette fit jeans? like the Yeah. Or girlfriend C- jeans? Cigarette jeans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those were, those were our gateways to our hometowns. It was a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could go on a whole other tangent about how that ties into the the fixie scene, but that'll that'll be the that'll be the next episode when you next, return. Next episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, where do we want to go next? Um, we can go to New York, or we can go to the Pacific Northwest, or any other wild. Or let let's take a little bit of time to plug uh, plug what you got going on in your life. Fully, fully absorbed into the coffee world right now. Mm-hmm. Coffee is life. Um, yeah, shout out Excelsior Coffee. Shout out Deathless Coffee. Um, shout out Hedge Coffee. It's uh, it's coffee every day. Yeah, yeah. Coffee rules everything around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, th- that's a, uh, that's pretty much what consumes my waking hours mm-hmm. just trying to figure out um, how to keep all these the lights on per se for all these projects um, yeah but yeah officially started roasting coffee um and have a lot of big news surrounding deathless but more on that later yeah but uh, the best place to to keep in touch for that or to for other updates deathless coffee on instagram deathless world on instagram deathless the podcast soon to all streaming platforms okay it's your boy rock steady ray ray all right well yeah 
interested to hear hear the happenings going on but yeah also excited to hear the updates so yeah we'll stay tuned for that and as we stay tuned for that we're gonna move up to the pacific northwest for some other punk rock jammers
we just heard Wipers with Mystery, and then that last song was Dig Me Out by Sleater Kinney. Just thought I'd uh, throw in some Pacific Northwest flavor, but um, yeah, we're just talking about Sleater Kinney, and for me, that song just goes really hard. Two guitars, drums just pounding away, and vocals just screaming. Yeah, Yeah, the, the chorus, Dig Me Out, Dig Me In, like, so suggestive, but also combative. Yeah. True punk. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to go from Seattle to New York. Um, yeah. Do you want to intro some, uh, I guess, some of the bands or the, the your choices? Yeah, let's hop on a plane and check into NYC. <laughs> um, are we going with the legendary Ramones? Um, yeah, we're, I mean, we're going to do Ramones and Casualties, but, uh, yeah, we'll end it on the one that you wanted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Slightly structured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ramones is probably the most iconic punk band, uh, to me. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, I reference, reference that band. Yeah. Some of their melodies, um, are so intricate, even though at face value, it's a three chord structure. Mm Mm-hmm. But to play that fast and cram all that in, yeah, it's kind of a skill. Yeah, yeah, they definitely had like the, I don't know, the vision and like the whole style and like that was whether that was all just a marketing gimmick or whatever. It was just definitely recognizable. Um, I mean, for for me, a lot of it was. I think one of the Ramon songs was on Guitar Hero One. Mm-hmm. Like that was like that was an entry point for me as well. I was like, oh, this is like first time I heard it. Um, but I, I'm gonna probably throw in a Ramon song as well. But it was on the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, there's a scene where they're like running through New York and just you know being rebel rousers, and it, it's so funny that yeah, a punk song is in such a twee. You know, right. <laughs> well, right. we were also saying it's like white people stuff, but yeah, it was uh-huh. uh, Royal Tenenbaums. It's literally about like white New Yorkers. That's so. the premise. Of yeah, it. yeah. Um, and then, how does that contrast with your other choice from New York? Uh, casualties from New York. Yeah, that was um that was a big gateway for me because that took me into the street punk um, sub sub genre, and um, Jorge the singer had a good portion of songs that were in Spanish. Um, and I speak enough Spanish to understand it. So I thought that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think they spoke to the old generation of punk, but brought in and ushered in the new generation as well. So they for sure were the pivotal moment, I think, at punk rock. They're still around today. Yeah. Still kicking it. Yeah, we're rounding out the set for the evening. We're going to play you out with these songs. But yeah, I want to thank our guest, DJ Rocksteady Ray Ray, for joining us tonight. DJ Swerving, thanks so much for having me. It was um, just what I needed for a Friday night. Yeah, stay electro lit out there, homies. Team lit.